Hi, my name is Steve Dickman, President for Outpost Centers International, and we're bringing you today another report about what's happening in the Ukraine. Some of the challenges there, some of the opportunities there, and how you can pray for people there and how you can participate in continuing to help people there who are in need. I'm going to go first this morning and talk with Marcus Alt. Marcus Alt is with Adventist Help. And Marcus, uh, just give us an update. I know there's lots of stuff happening. You're on the border there, and we're looking forward to seeing how the Lord is going to bless you, getting equipment in and stuff. Give us an update about what's happening there. I arrived yesterday evening with a trailer full of equipment that we had donated by Swiss hospitals, medical equipment that we need in the camp and in our mobile clinics. Unfortunately, I had to leave the trailer outside of Moldova. And I'm sitting right now outside the office of the mayor of Kahul. She is trying to work out how we can get the equipment in. We're also looking into getting medical supplies, uh, medicines, consumables into so that we could start working in the camp, but also on the mobile clinics. A few days ago, uh, the two ambulances that we purchased in Germany arrived here. They are in the country. That worked well. And we are hoping to be able to use them as mobile clinics, but also for emergency transfer of patients to hospitals. So that's where we are at at the moment. That's a blessing to know that uh, you're getting set up there on the border. And I know that uh, furnishing these uh, buses and ambulances and making them mobile is not inexpensive. There's a lot of funds involved there. I'm going to go now to Alexi. Alexi is actually in the country of Romania right now, but Alexi, uh, just give us a report of from the front lines and what's happening inside with some of our ministries mm -hmm. and how people are being blessed through what our uh, family and donors have done in contributing to some of the needs there in the Ukraine. Well, we have several ministries that are members of OCI. Our home health center has been hosting refugees. Over this month, they've had somewhere between 60 and 100 people staying there uh, at the moment, and some of them have nowhere to come back, and so there is a need to continue supporting them. There is another ministry, Vihidye, or There is a Way in English. They've been doing work for addicts, like drug addictions and games addiction, all kinds of addictions and trauma. And at this time, they've been helping to evacuate people from Kharkiv, from Sumy, from Chernigiv, those big cities affected by the war, and coordinating food distribution and help people to find accommodation there, also to find medications. And they also offer professional psychological help. Hello and good day. It's really been the first good morning and first good day for the past 10 days because my kids and I do not hear these terrible explosions, we don't see and don't hear air raids. We are finally not shuddering. I'm just a simple single mom raising two kids. This is my friend, she also has two children and she's also been raising them alone. Our kids have not smiled for a long time and they haven't felt relaxed. It's very difficult to stay in our beloved and dear city, but we have no strength to remain there because of air raids, bombing from everywhere, explosions, shouts, windows shattering. Our kids' school was destroyed, 
And so we are thankful to the people who sponsored this opportunity to escape because we had neither transportation nor finances to leave. Please continue to help in these lines because there are still many people whom we know in Kharkiv who have small kids, even babies. Thank you so much. We are praying and asking to continue your support because when you're staying in a basement and you see a two-month-old child there that is running out of formula, it's very scary. Hey guys, are you happy now? Yeah. Are you safe? Yeah. Would you like all kids to be as safe as you are? Yeah. So we are asking those who have this chance to help others and make this world kinder. I would like to express my huge appreciation to volunteers who have helped my children and me to escape Kharkiv city, Saltovka district. We have been staying in a basement for more than a month of war. We had no electricity, no heating, when it was down to minus 18 Celsius at night. No chance to buy food, let alone medications. I am very grateful that on the 31st day of war, volunteers organized our evacuation. More than that, when we came to Poltava city, they supplied accommodation and food, and they also gave us necessary drugs. I am especially thankful for them, because my child has epilepsy, and anticonvulsant meds are life-saving for him. We could not buy them neither in the city nor in Kharkiv region. They are just not there. In Poltava, volunteers bought them for us. I know that they are quite costly. So I am expressing my appreciation for that. And again, on behalf of my kids and myself, I want to thank you. Thank you. And also there is a ministry on the occupied territory in southern Ukraine. It's not far from the city of Energodar. This is a very densely populated area. And so we have a health food ministry. They've been producing health food products and they've been distributing food. And thanks to donations and the support of many people, they've distributed $10,000 worth of food and they've given away more than 1,500 food sacks, which is enough to last for a week and they've also uh, been doing this through coordinators so coordinators on the ground uh, try to identify people who really need help and some of those people who receive help also become volunteers for this organization in this way they can do double work they not only provide food but they provide hope to people so uh, we need to continue praying for them because the work is there very great also, they've, uh, in one of the locations, they've been conducting a program, you know, health and spiritual program, and there are three people already preparing for baptisms. And we have another project uh, of OCI in eastern Ukraine on a separatist-controlled territory. I will probably not even call its name, but they've been occupied and, you know, the situation is there is difficult as Russia has been trying to draft all men to war, so we need to continue to pray for them uh, for their safety. Appreciate that uh, good report there about what's happening in some of the ministries inside Ukraine, and those videos are powerful. So thank you for sharing those with us today.
Just want to uh, talk a little bit about the camp that we've been discussing last week and the need to receive orphans there. And we have a just a short video today. They've actually begun construction of this new building and facility they're needing there to receive these and house the orphans. And so you'll watch that now. Just gives you a sense that progress is in action. They're moving forward with this. I believe that God will bless. And friends, if you're interested in helping with this project, you can go to our OCI website and find the donation there for your camp. And uh, we would appreciate anything you can do to help us with that project there at the camp. Hey, Stanley. Hello, everyone. We're doing something with concrete. We're building, show him, show him the, the wall we're building. For the foundation of the I'm going to go to Ethan now. Ethan is with us here this morning. And Ethan, just give us a little update. We, we bought some vans and uh, those are active there in the Ukraine. Tell us a little bit about what's happening with those. There's been a huge need of medical supplies as well as food in the hot zones in the south and east part of Ukraine. And at the head of the convoy of vans is Billis Sneakers, who's been leading with several other young men. And on a daily basis, they've been carrying food and medical supplies to the south and east. And then in return, they're helping the people who would like to resettle in safer areas of Ukraine to come back on those same vans. So the two vans that were donated from our friends and listeners of these videos have been immediately deployed um, along with the drivers and they're doing good work right now. My understanding is that we have a continuing need of support for fuel and for additional food and medical supplies. But I just like to report that, that convoy is doing great work and thank you so much for your support. We appreciate that uh, very much. Good report there. Thank you, friends, for what you're doing to support the work in the Ukraine and how things are moving forward there. Uh, we're just inviting you to continue to pray. Pray for the ministries there. Pray for those who are having to flee from their homes. Pray for the whole situation that this conflict will soon be ended and life can get back to normal for these people. However, knowing that that uh, may not happen soon, we're asking you also to continue to be generous. You can see that uh, many people's lives are being impacted. People are being rescued, as it were, from their circumstances. Medicines and foods are being taken in. People are ministering uh, to those of need. And we're asking you to continue to pray, continue to be generous. May God bless you today, friends. Thank you for watching this update on what's happening in the Ukraine we look forward to um, this being over soon. But while we wait, let's continue to pray and be generous as we support our friends and those suffering there in Ukraine. May God bless you. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, 
or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.